Hey, what's up? It's Nikki Novocaine, and welcome to Nikki Philosophy. What's poppin', y'all? So today we'll be talking about love languages. And I know everybody has seen talk of love languages all over social media. People talk about like what their love language is and stuff. But today we're gonna take a little bit of a deep dive into each love language. And I'm gonna be talking about like some triggers of each love language and the type of people that if this is your love language that you shouldn't date because it doesn't, you know, kind of it doesn't resonate with the meaning of what your love language is so I do want to give y'all a little bit of a backstory as to where the love languages came from so it's a total of five love languages and they originated from a book by Gary Chapman and if I'm not mistaken this book was written in 1992 which makes about 31 years ago if I'm not mistaken because I'm 30. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> if that's the right date that it was, you know, yeah, that it was written. But regardless, that's where it came from. And basically what a love language is, is how you like love for you to be expressed. So how you like your partner to express love to you. And how you, these things are how you feel love, you know. So I'm going to start with the one that is my personal love language the one that most closely resonates with me. So it is a test that you can take um, that'll, you know, kind of help you pinpoint your love language. But if you know how you are and know what you like and don't like for your partner to do, you can kind of just look at those things and kind of, you know, see which love language that, which, (laughs) which one of the five is your love language. So with that being said, The first one I'm going to discuss is words of affirmation. And even before I knew what love languages were, I knew that I loved compliments. I knew that I loved and needed reassurance from my partner. Now, I know reassurance is important in all relationships, but with me, reassurance is when you give me that reassurance, that is just, you know, you solidifying that you love me. Like you can be your actions can be, you know, doing, (laughs) and I hope this makes sense. So you can be showing me that you love me, but you also got to tell me that you love me. You also got to give me compliments. I had this one guy who never gave me compliments and he said that he didn't tell me like I was pretty and stuff because I knew I was pretty and I knew that he thought I was pretty, but yeah, I understand that, but you you have to tell me that um like you have to tell me that's my love language. And communication, you have to communicate with me. And when I say communicate, I mean like actual conversations. <laughs> that's another thing like I I love that. I love actual conversations. And the I know this is probably a little bit of TMI, what I'm finna say, but you know, I keep it real here. <laughs> so the words of affirmation thing, it kind of extends into, you know, like the bedroom, like into like my sex life, because I like when they talk to me. Like I like when, you know, I'm being, you know, intimate with a guy and he's talking to me. He's, you know, just, you know, talking to me. I'm not going to give y'all no examples because, I mean, use your imagination. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So, I didn't even realize until I was writing out this episode that me liking them 
talk me liking when they talk to me is literal words of affirmation but in a spicy sense <laughs> so yeah that is my love language that is 100% um everything that I love in the way that I like people who I'm dealing with to show love to me and a person that wouldn't be a good match for me or someone who has words of affirmation as their love language is people who are non-expressive like I stated before, like I stated earlier, the ex that I was dealing with, he wasn't, you know, very vocal about giving me compliments or anything else, you know, for that matter, that involved words of affirmation. And ultimately, me and him didn't work out. And part of that was because he wasn't hearing my love language. He wasn't making me feel love. And the way I feel love is through words of affirmation. And he wasn't giving me that. So... If you like for people to talk to you and, you know, give you compliments and stuff, people who are non-expressive people, they wouldn't be a good match for somebody whose love language is words of affirmation. Moving on to quality time. That is the next love language that we're going to discuss. And quality time is something like dates, you know, spending, like just generally spending time together, you know, just being around each other. You can be out on a date, you can be watching a movie, you could be going on a picnic, doing an activity. That is the way your partner shows love to you. And that's how you feel love is by them just spending time with you, just being in your presence, just being around you. And if you, I know, of course, let me go ahead and state this. All of these things are important in relationships. But like I said before, there's always this one love language that's going to stick out and that makes you really feel love. So I know all people want to, you know, spend quality time with their partner. But if your love language is quality time, then you're going to know you're going to feel something different when you're spending time with your partner. And a person who loves space who loves to be by themselves a lot, who loves their me time and their personal time, they wouldn't be a good match for someone whose love language is quality time because you're taking somebody who want to spend time together all the time. Like there's one person who want to be around you 25-8 and then you're taking this other person who really only just want to see you three to, three to five days a week. That's not going to match because they're not hitting your love language. They're not being around you enough. They're not being allowing you to be in their presence enough because that's how you feel love. You feel love by being around them. And if they're not wanting to spend time with you and they're not wanting to be around you, then you're not feeling love. And that's not going to work out. And, you know, I'm not saying like the same way I said to non-expressive people. I'm not saying anything is wrong with them being that way. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with somebody needing space. But if that person's love language is, you know, one of the two, then, you know, ultimately it's not going to work because you're not making them feel love. Okay. <laughs> so the next one we're going to talk about is gifts. So gifts and receiving gifts, <laughs> receiving gifts is the next love language so they can be small gifts they can be big gifts they can be like tokens of appreciation they can be 
things that you saw at the store that they may like. You can it can be things where they said they wanted this and you got it for them. It doesn't have to be like super expensive things every single time. When people think gift giving or receiving gifts, they're thinking that they gotta buy Cartier bracelets and you know necklaces and Birkins and all that every single time. That's not how gift giving as a love language works gift giving as love language means that they just like to receive something that lets you know that you're thinking about them it can be their favorite candy it can be their favorite you know chips it can be a sweater that you saw at the store that you think they will like it can be like a t-shirt <laughs> or something like Y'all watching TV or YouTube because y'all know people don't watch cable no more. So, and you don't really have commercials on, you know, Netflix and stuff. But you can be watching like YouTube or something, an ad pop up. (laughs) And they say, oh, I want that. And you get it for them. That's what gift giving as a love language means. Just letting y'all know that. (laughs) So, that's the way that they feel love. They feel love. By you buying them stuff. And buying or getting in, you know, whatever. Getting them stuff. And people, the the love language of gift giving or receiving gifts. I keep saying gift giving is definitely receiving gifts. People look at them as being gold diggers or something like that. That's not the case. Because given the explanation that I just gave you. Buying somebody a piece of candy or a t-shirt, that's not gold digging. That's not, you know, that's something good because they're going to feel loved by you getting them that item. But that's not enough to call somebody a gold digger. So y'all just need to learn y'all partner, love what they like. I'm not love what they like. (laughs) Learn what they like. And then you'll be fine because once you learn your partner and love the type of things that they like, <laughs> y'all, it's literally 1.30 in the morning, so I'm so sorry for messing up my words. <laughs> I'm not sleepy. I don't know why my, my I don't know, something not connecting right now because what I'm trying to say is not coming out. <laughs> but y'all get it. Y'all get what I'm trying to say. It's not always about how much the gift costs. It's about it literally being a gift. You can get them a pen. Like me, I love ink pens. I love notebooks. So if my love language was receiving gifts and somebody bought me like the 40 pack of the good gel pens, boy, like seriously. <laughs> Even though I would love, you know, the big pack of the gel pens because, you know, this, I just love that in general. But if it would hit different for someone if their love language was gift giving, because they would feel love from that, you know? Okay. Now we got two more that we're gonna discuss. So the oh, <laughs> I didn't say y'all the triggers for that one. So someone whose love language is receiving gifts may not mesh well with somebody who don't give gifts or somebody who don't want to give gifts, somebody who feels like them giving a gift or giving any type of physical item is gold digging or something like that. So they're not going to mess you up with somebody who's like that because you like to receive gifts. That's how you feel love, but they don't feel, they don't believe in gifting. They don't believe in getting somebody gifts. That's not going to work. <laughs> and that's just what it is. 
Now, moving on to the next love language, acts of service. And by acts of service, I mean it can be like cleaning up, you know, doing laundry, giving a massage, cooking, um, opening doors, going shopping for them. Um, just stuff like that. Just things that you can do for them that shows them that you're that you love them. That's how they feel love is by you doing stuff for them. Like like I said, by you know, cleaning up or by cooking for them. Like if you cook their favorite meal, that's how they feel love. If you open doors, that's how they feel love. Just things that you physically do for them. And somebody who might not mesh well. This one is really pretty much self-explanatory. That's why I'm not really spending much time on acts of service. Because that, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Kind of like words of affirmation is literally in the title. <laughs> All of them are in the title, but we're just going a little bit deeper. Just to help y'all get a better understanding as to what they are. So, yeah. just Let's just say, for instance, you and your partner live together. And their love language is acts of service. You picking up like an extra chore around the house, just doing something that makes their workload a little bit easier. That's how they feel love. That's how they feel that you love them. Like if they said that they wanted to like change the blinds or something and you go ahead and change the blinds for them, they're going to feel love from that because you just did an act of service for them. And one key thing, I'm going to get y'all some free game with acts of service. If your partner's, if your partner's love language is acts of service, if you open all doors for them, baby, you literally in there. I'm talking about car doors, the doors to the house, when you're out, you know, at restaurants and out, you know, just Anywhere that there's a door, if you open the doors for them, you're going to hit their love language every single time. And just imagine like on a daily basis. Well, people don't go places every day. But whenever you go out somewhere and you're opening car door, you know how many times you get in and out of car or go inside, you know, come out of place. You're hitting their love language every single time and every single time you're making them feel love. Simple, y'all. It is so simple. All of these love language are, languages are really, really simple things and really, really easy for y'all to hit. If y'all just learn y'all partner, learn what love language they are, and just simply do the things. And it's everything is reciprocated. So, like, the same way you're learning their love languages and learning about their love languages and the way that they feel love, they're going to be doing the same thing for you. Because if my partner is hitting my love language which is words of affirmation and let's just say their love language is gift is receiving gifts i'm gonna be buying them little small things all the time i'm gonna buy them big things sometimes too i'm gonna you know do all of that just to make sure that my partner is feeling love the way that they're making me feel love anyways back to acts of service <laughs> back to acts of service so like i said somebody who doesn't do those things that wouldn't be Somebody who will mesh well with somebody that who's <laughs> whose love language is acts of service. Like somebody who don't open doors, somebody who don't cook or clean up or just do anything that you need done or that you want done, then that's not the person for you because they're not hitting your love language. Finally, let's talk about the last 
love language, which is physical touch. Now, physical touch is somebody who just likes to be on you. Like, they like to be on your person. They like being cuddled up. They like, you know, laying on you. If y'all sleep in the bed, they want to cuddle up next to you. Just want their leg on you. Just need to be touching you. Like, whether they're touching you with, like, their foot, their hand, laying on you, hugging you. They just like to feel like your body on their body. And... Yeah, physical touch, that's a very, you know, straightforward love language as well. And somebody that, somebody who wouldn't mesh well with a person whose love language is physical touch is somebody, I'm sorry, (laughs) is somebody who don't like people to touch them or don't like, you know, because some people don't like, you know, feet. People don't like to be touched. Some people just don't like to be touched. It could be like a sensory thing. It could be any reason why they just don't like to be touched. And if they don't like to be touched, then they're not going to mesh well with you because the way you feel love is by literally being on them, being in their skin. (laughs) By being on them, that's how you feel love. And if they don't want you on them, you're not going to be feeling love from them. And another type of person that will struggle who is someone who's in a a long distance relationship so if your love language is physical touch and you're in a long distance relationship you can't physically touch them all the time you can't physically like be on their person all the time so they're typically going to struggle with that because even though you're telling them that you love them they still feel love by being like up under you and on you and holding hands and you know being linked arms and hugging up stuff like that so yeah i'm not gonna say don't do long distance relationships if your love language is physical touch because you know you'll you know do what you have to do for the right person but just keep in mind that you know it will be a little bit harder since you won't get to be on your person all the time and um you would just your partner would just have to do whatever they you know would need to do to help you feel to help you feel loved even though you can't like be on them and in their presence all the time okay (laughs) so I really hope that this deep dive into the love languages and definitions and stuff has helped you And I hope that if you hadn't heard of love languages before, just by me describing them and you thinking about what you like for your partner to do for you and the way that your partner makes you feel love and the way you feel love, um, I hope that you was able to identify your love language. If you want to take the official test, just DM me and I'll send you the link to the official test. But like I said, the official test is is really not required if you just know what you like and know how you feel love and what makes you feel love, then you can kind of just listen to the descriptions of each one that I went through and just kind of pinpoint things that you like. So if you find that you like being out, just being in their presence, maybe your love language is quality time. If you like when they buy you stuff or get stuff for you, just like small things to show you that they're thinking of you, Maybe your love language is receiving gifts. If you like when they talk to you and tell you stuff and give you compliments, your love language is probably words of affirmation. If you like when they do stuff for you, it's probably 
acts of service. If you like when they touch you or just be up on you, maybe it's physical touch. <laughs> so yeah, I really hope that I have helped you guys today and I help, hope that you know you can love your partners better by figuring out their love language and they can love you better by figuring out yours, you know, because we're all about reciprocity. Reciprocity. <laughs> I hope that's the right word. That's the right word, right? Yeah, don't have me on sign crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so reciprocate. I'm just gonna say reciprocate. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. I really, truly do appreciate it. Remember, if you want to collab with me, NicolasVeaGmail.com. If you want me to do promo for you, NicolasVeaGmail.com. Remember, I don't charge small businesses for promo. So if you have a small businesses business and you would like for me to promo it on either of my social platforms, just send me an email. Uh-oh, I just hit my mic. I know y'all heard that. <laughs> Send me an email, nicolasofiagmail.com. If you have topics or anything like that that you would like for me to discuss, to discuss you can send me a DM at nicolasofia on Instagram or Facebook. Or you can send me a DM to my personal um, social media, which is theycrave underscore Nikki. I have all the platforms, so if you just search that on there, I'll have it. Because all of my usernames for everything is the same. Okay, I don't have any announcements today other than y'all should really be watching my content on TikTok because I do a lot of promo on there. You can find you a lot of really great, awesome content, um, a lot of great companies. Um, I do a lot of plus size content, plus size fashion content. Um, I do some other stuff too, like accessories and stuff, but if you're a plus size girl and you're looking for clothes, I got you. I am a fashion influencer unofficially. I didn't even realize that I was a fashion influencer until my sister said it. But anyway, I am a fashion influencer. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the type of content that I do on TikTok. So, come on over. And when y'all shop on these places, please use my codes. Because, one, you're going to discount. For two, it's showing the companies that I can bring them revenue. So, yeah, please use my codes on everything. Um, the one, only one I know off the top of my head is my Shein code, which is they crave Nikki 15 and my love let code is <clears throat> not my voice going out. Uh-uh. Is <laughs> my love let code is Nikki love L U V. So yeah, my voice is telling me that I gotta, I gotta go now because <laughs> I don't have no tea right here with me. So yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I truly do appreciate it. And remember that Nick Force is the best fan base on the planet.